A good haircut can be a game changer. I mean, everybody wants to look their best for those social media pics, right? So get yourself to Sport Clips at Sport Clips Haircuts. They hair do like no one else hair does. See what they did there? Not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. Level up your haircut with the MVP haircut experience. It's a spa day for your follicles. Check this out. You get a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with a perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on the TV. Does it get any better than that? No. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. He's a world champion wrestler, best-selling author, actor, and lead singer of Fozzie. Now, now he's rocking the podcast world. Marvelous. This, this, this is Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho. Starring Chris Jericho. Welcome to Talk is Jericho, the part of thunder and rock and roll. And it's Friday. It's Friday. The remedy for boredom has arrived. The People's Podcast is here. Come on inside. All right. Talk is Jericho. I got WWE Tag Team Champions. The Usos are here. Jimmy and Jay Usos are coming up. They are real-life twin brothers of the amazing, long-living, one of the biggest wrestling families of all time, the Fatus. So many uh, great performers in that lineage, from Tonga Kid to uh, the Wild Samoans to Sika to uh, Afa to uh, Rikishi Fatu, their, their, their father, Roman Reigns, their cousin, The Rock, their cousin. So many great performers in that family, and Jimmy and Jay are added into that. they got a lot of great stories about being twins, the ribs they pulled on unsuspecting teachers and girlfriends back in the day. They also talk about their dad, their uncles, their cousins, the whole family situation. We'll talk about their failed audition for SmackDown, how they rebounded to make their Raw debut, their first tag team championship, and the role that their uncle Eki, a.k.a. Umaga, played in their career. I loved Umaga. Jimmy and Jay loved Umaga. Got a lot of great stories about him. Coming up, lots of cool things to talk about, including the great debate. If you haven't got your tickets yet for the Monday Night War debate, Pritchard versus Bischoff with Jericho moderating, they are available now at rfvideo.com. This is the first time you'll ever see this. Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff, WWE versus WCW, debating the Monday Night Wars. What was revisionist history? What really happened? happened what really went down we're going to hear the behind the scenes behind the iron curtain stories tales about the biggest war in wrestling history i will be there moderating it i'm very excited that's january 25th in philadelphia at dave and busters on columbus avenue the debate starts at 1 p.m so you can still make it on time to the royal rumble if you want to go check that out or watch it or go there live afterwards plus i'll be there for a vip signing at 10 a.m if you get there early i will be there signing some autographs hanging out shaking babies kissing hands doing all the things that i love to do followed by the great debate 
Pritchard versus Bischoff. That's January 25th in Philadelphia at Dave and Buster's on Columbus Avenue at 1 p.m. Come on down and be a part of wrestling history. Now, before we go any further, you know, I want to thank you guys for listening to my show, for schwazing this podcast twice a week. I know you got hundreds of thousands of choices on the podcast world. I want you to know that my podcast, Talk is Jericho, is one of the biggest podcasts on podcastone.com. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you checking it out. And I appreciate you doing all your shopping through my Amazon links. It's the easiest way to support Talk is Jericho. You know it. You go to podcastone.com. You click on the Keep Our Podcast free banner at the top of the page. Then you hit the Talk is Jericho button. It's the easiest way to support the show every time you use one of my amazon links amazon kicks back a couple buckolas to the show to help us cover production costs i got links for amazon usa links for amazon uk and links for amazon canada a that's right man you can get all kinds of cool stuff on amazon you can get the any motorhead record that you want to get i had an amazing conversation with lemmy the king of rock and roll the true pioneer of heavy metal that was uh on the last talk is jericho Uh, you can get any hulk hogan movie that you want to get santa with muscles mr Mr. Nanny, Suburban Commando, uh, had a great conversation with Hulk, two parts a few episodes ago. Check out both of those. Check out Paul Stanley, Ryback, JBL, so many amazing guests. Uh, If you like me and you like this show, I guarantee you'll love every single episode because we're just that damn good. You can also pick up the new Fozzie record, Do You Want to Start a War? A lot of people were saying, what was the first song that you played uh, on the Lemmy interview? It was Brides of Fire by Fozzie. I forgot to introduce that. So if you heard the Lemmy show and you heard that kick-ass rock and roll tune at the beginning of it, that was Fozzie, Brides of Fire. Do you want to start a war? New album, new single on the radio. You can get that now at uh, Amazon.com. Plus my new book, The Best in the World at What I Have No Idea. My third New York Times bestseller, also available. You get anything you want, though. Anything you need. Uh, and the truth about using my Amazon links, you buy anything. It won't cost you nothing extra. There's no hidden fees or extra challenges. So if you happen to be doing some online shopping, please do it through my Amazon links. Help out this show in the process. You go to podcastone.com. You click on the Keep Our Podcast free banner at the top of the page. Eh? Then you hit the Talk is Jericho button. You bookmark it so you can get all those easy links. One easy click. Do it right now help me out y2j winter tour with the wwe continues these are the only dates i'm doing remember no tvs no pay-per-views only house shows and only the ones that are listed at wwe.com including tonight in st louis my big return to st louis i won uh the wcw world title from the rock there and i also won the wwe world title from the undertaker there about eight years later so it's a very uh, monumental historical town for me saturday night i'll be in las vegas at mandalay bay uh, afterwards, I'll be at Body English hosting a party. That's at the Hard Rock Casino. Come on down and hang out with me there. Uh, one time only. I love Las Vegas, and I love the Hard Rock, and I'm excited to be there. So come on down. Check me out. Then on Sunday, we head over to Houston, another great monumental uh, arena, legendary arena. Lots of great stuff happening in Houston. Go to WWE.com for all the rest of the dates. Uh, there's Trenton. There's East Rutherford, Edmonton, Calgary, Jacksonville, Canton, Tampa, Fort Myers, Madison Square Garden, Toronto, Buffalo, all of them up at WWE.com. Then I want you to go to FozzyRock.com if you live in the UK and Europe for the Cinderblock Party World Tour 2015. Continues March 4th in Belfast, 5th Cork, 6th Dublin, 7 Nottingham, 8 Wolverhampton, 9 Manchester, 10 Glasgow, 11 London, 12 Bristol, 13 Exeter, 14 Southampton, 15 Brighton, 17 Paris, 18 Pratown, Switzerland. Cesaro helped me uh, pronounce that one properly. Munich on the 19th, Mannheim on the 20th, Bochum, Germany on the, tw- uh, Germany on the 21st. All those tickets, information, and VIP packages at fozzyrock.com. All right. 
going to be talking to the new WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, two good friends of mine. I uh, had, had a great time hanging out with them in England, actually, when I was there with the WWE a few months ago uh, on the back of the bus. It was the Usos, myself, and Dean Ambrose, all Talk is Jericho alumni. We had a great time just hanging out and having a few beers and having a few uh, yeah boys. Um, it's always cool to be around the guys and be in the WWE system. And that's why I came back for those live events that we talked about. Started last week in Montgomery, Alabama and uh, Mobile, Alabama. Always, uh, you know, hadn't worked for a while, for a couple months. And um, you never know how your body's going to react. I've been doing my DDP yoga regularly and doing lots of circuit training and CrossFit training. So uh, I think I was ready. But the thing about wrestling is it doesn't matter how much training you do for it. Um, it's kind of like a cross-country run. You can train for it as much as you want, but when the run actually starts, it's a whole different ball of wax. And it's the same with wrestling. You can be in great shape, but there's a difference between being in cardio shape and being in wrestling shape. You know, there's a lot of bumping and up and down. And, you know, just the, just the concept of bumping, bumping itself, it's uh, very um, much of a shock for your body. I remember somebody told me once that, if you bump, if you take a bump, it's like getting hit by a car at like 10 miles an hour. So if you're taking, you know, 10, 15, 20 bumps a night, that's a lot of shocks to the system, especially if you haven't been um, doing it for a while. I think when you've been doing it for a while, it kind of builds up like a, a body callus for you where, um, you know, you're just kind of used to it. But when you step away for a while, you realize that uh, you kind of get back, you need to get back in a bumping shape. So um, I was ready to go. I worked with Luke Harper, tremendous talent, great performer, great character. We, um, it's actually pretty funny though because my music hit and I was going out to do a little bit of a promo and then Luke interrupted me and I was walking up the, uh, when you do a house show, sorry, live event, that's the proper vernacular. There's a curtain in the back and you walk through the curtain and there's kind of a corridor that's made out of curtains. You walk up the stairs and there's like a big black wall there and that's the Tron. When you walk out in front of that wall, your video is playing and the music is starting and that's when all the people are cheering and they can see you. So I walked up the steps and I couldn't figure out which side to walk out to get on stage because there was just two curtains that basically went right up into the wall. And then there was no real direction or dictation as to which way we were supposed to go. So when I opened the one curtain to go to the left, there was just another wall there. Then I opened the other curtain to go to the right, and it just looked like there was kind of a drop-off, like the stage ended. And I was like, how the hell am I supposed to get around this Tron to make my entrance? And of course, it's black. You know, there's a blackout, break the walls down, starts, and I go out there with, with my jacket, and I turn it on, and then you know, everybody sees it and oohs and ahs about how cool I am. So it literally, I kept going back and forth like a, like, a, like a duck in a shooting gallery. Like, is it left? No, there's a wall. Is it right? No, there's a drop-off. Is it left? No, there's a wall. Is it right? No, there's a drop-off. I was lost. I couldn't find my way out to the stage. It was like Spinal Tap or uh, a recall of my famous bit in WCW when I got lost um, at the arena and I couldn't find my way to the, to the ring. Well, now I knew how to get to the ring, but I couldn't find how to get to the stage. And I finally decided like, if I take a right, then I just, then I realized that you, that I did have to go right. And you kind of had to do like a quick little U-turn on that, uh, before you hit the drop off to get around to the stage. And Arn Anderson was just starting to come over to tell me like, Hey, you stupid son of a bitch. You go this way. And it's funny. Cause I was thinking the whole time, I hope Arn doesn't see me because of all the people you don't want to see, 
that you're screwing up and basically lost behind the stage is double A, as we call him. And of course, he's the first guy that saw me and was laughing his ass off. And when I finally realized that that was the way I was supposed to go, of course, I'm laughing at him. I'm laughing at myself. And thank, thank goodness I have my back to the crowd because as I turn the jacket on and put my arms up beside me in the classic Jericho pose, I'm laughing, like just howling because I can't believe how stupid I am that I couldn't find my way to the stage, to the uh, to the ring. So yeah, been doing this for, for almost 25 years and still not completely sure how to get to the ring. Great, right? Uh, so then I go to the ring and um, Harper interrupts me. And then of course the first bump, I think I, you know, I beat him up for a bit and I shoot him in the corner and I tell him, you know, come back out and give me a clothesline and I'm charging him. He comes out and gives me a clothesline and you know, you take the bump and it's like, oh my goodness. It's like getting hit with a ton of bricks you know, that first bump is like having a bucket of cold water thrown into your face. Like, remember the ice bucket challenge that was going on in the summer? That's what it feels like. It's like, hey, I'm Chris Jericho. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, and uh, it, it brings you back to life and brings you up to snuff pretty quickly that remember that, gay hey, man, you're in the ring now. You're having a match. So we had the match and it worked out pretty good. It was a lot of fun and uh, the crowd responded great. That's one good thing about kind of coming and going like I do when people see me. They're uh, really excited because it doesn't happen every day, especially now I think a lot of people know that this is the shows that I'm doing. You know, it, it's it's the winter tour and there won't be any shows after this for a long time. So um, so funny because when it's done and, you know, you read some reports or people are sending you some reports that, you know, this match was – called a great match and it was the show stealer and it's exactly what the WWE needs. And I mean, come on. I mean, it was, it was a good match. It was a good match for Montgomery, Alabama on a Saturday night. And I think Cena and Rollins went out there and did 25 minute street fight and just tore the house down doing AAs through the table and, you know, from the top rope to the table. And it's like, it was just the best match on the show, but because people haven't seen me for a while, uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So therefore Jericho's the savior of the WWE and, and had the best match on the show, which I thought it was a good match. It was a fun match. I'm glad people enjoyed it. Was it the best match on the show? Hey, if you think so, more power to you. I might not agree with you on that. And then the next night was in uh, Mobile, which was fun. Had another great show there and um, a smaller crowd. But that's the thing, you know, sometimes there's big crowds and sometimes there's smaller crowds. And it's the same with Fozzie too. And sometimes if there's a smaller crowd, people go, wow, how is it working in a smaller venue in comparison to the WWE? It's like WWE's not always, you know, sold out either. Some nights there's smaller crowds there and it doesn't matter. All that matters is the reactions that people are giving you and what kind of, um, of a vibe you can have with them, what kind of a connection you can make with them. That's always important as well. It's all about the connections. That's actually the most important thing when you, when you're working, when you're wrestling. Uh, and, and that's one of my favorite things is after doing this for such a long time, I always have a great connection with the fans and it's always cool to be out in the ring. And I'm really excited to be back. Uh, Montgomery mobile. Thank you so much. And once again, like I said, I'm excited to be in St. Louis tonight and then Las Vegas on Saturday, and then Houston on Sunday. So if you are in the premises, come on down and check out uh, Chris Jericho and come uh, check out uh, uh, the matches that I'm having with Luke Harper. I was sad that uh, Mark Henry was not there. Uh, so in honor of Mark Henry, you know what you're going to hear. Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. Somebody's going to get their wig split. Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. Somebody's going to get their wig split. Break him up, bring him up, break his neck, break his neck. Beat him up, beat him up, break his neck, break his neck. Beat him up, beat him up, break his neck, break his neck. Beat him up, beat him up, break his neck.
Nick. Woo! All right. Thanks for being here on a Friday. We got the Usos coming up. My good buddies, Jimmy and Jay, the tag team champions. Who else is going to give you the tag team champions? Who else is going to give you Lemmy? Who else is going to give you Hulk Hogan? So many great guests right here on Talk is Jericho. And Jimmy and Jay are just a couple more great guests. They're coming up right away. First. All right, there are some seriously talented luchadors in AEW, and not all of them speak English, which can make putting together matches a little challenging sometimes. That's why I signed up for Rosetta Stone. I'm learning Spanish, amigos. Hey, amigas, see? Already learning. Haha, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You don't even have to learn Spanish, though, because Rosetta Stone has 25 languages, including French, German, Korean, Arabic, and Polish, and Japanese. That's what I'm going to do next. I spent a lot of time in Japan, and I still work with a lot of Japanese wrestlers at AEW, like Takeshita. So having a better handle on the language will definitely show in the ring. Communication is key. And learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone has been so fun and easy. They've got this true accent feature that gives you feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. Sort of like having a personal trainer for your accent. I'm using the app, but you can also do the lessons on desktop or laptop. I also like that I can download the lessons and do them offline which is perfect for a plane. I can sit there on a flight and work on my Espanol. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Talk is Jericho listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Jericho. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Jericho today. That's rosettastone.com slash Jericho. Do it today. You're listening to Talk is Jericho. We're backstage here in the Calgary Saddle Dome. I'm hanging out with the Ooses, Jimmy yeah. and Jay. The Ootsies. Now, and and the, the, for people that don't know, Uso means... Uso means brother. Brother yeah. in, in Samoan? And, yeah, in Samoan, okay. but Uso is just, you know, short, you know. And that was always the, the nickname. Anybody from, like, you know, the Samoan family would call their friends Uso. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I, I first started hearing this uh, from Eki, from uh, Umaga. Yeah, yeah. And he would always say, Uso, 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 Uso. And one time, when Triple H was still wrestling... Um, misunderstood what he said and thought the word was oots. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I'd always call, hey, oots, you know, yeah. like kind of like a, you know, kind of like a joke on, on H because he screwed it up. Yeah. And that's why I always call you guys oots. You I don't yeah, know if yeah. you even knew that no, story. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, oots, what's up, oots? And that's he's funny. trying to fit in with the gang. We're like, hee hee hee, it's oots, it's oots, it's oots. So, uh, I mean, you guys come from a, from a, a big family. Uh, of wrestlers and not just i mean your father rikishi no and uh, tell us kind of it's funny because all samoan guys are related in one way or another yeah but you guys have a huge family so tell us about some of the other cousins and brothers and relations that you have most of the time like like we said this before chris like you know like all samoans are related but like Mm -hmm. us and the wrestling family like we're blood related you really are related yeah i think i mean for sure it starts off with um um, trying not to get lost, dude. Yeah, trying not to get lost. <laughs> no, sometimes they'll lay the, the family tree in front of us, man, and, and it's like, damn. Like, it's amazing, right? Yeah. But it started like um, Peter Maivia. Hi, yeah, Chief Peter Maivia. So he's an actual blood relation. Yeah, he's related to my uh, to my Uncle Seeker's side, my dad's side. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so starts so off my with. My dad knows. My, you know, the Wild Samoans, they, man, there's pictures of we sing with Rocky and uh, Pops, Eki, Tonga Kid, all small, all little with my, with my uh, grandma, like. 
there. Like these old pictures, man. It's a real trip. So your grandma is, um, what's your grandma's grandma name? Grandma's uh, Elevere. Elevere, okay. Yeah, but is, yeah. is that Peter's wife? No, that's, uh, that's what's my, her name? That's my dad's mom. Okay. Peter's, uh, oh. Atta, Atta's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Rocky's mom. Yeah, it's Rocky's mom. Leah Maivia. That's what I was trying to think. She was Peter's wife, right? Leah, she she ran the Hawaiian territory for a while. I don't know. There's a long so 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 it's 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 High Chief Peter. Then uh, Wild Samoans, right? Alpha and Sika, and then uh, those are uh, my dad, Tonga Kid, Yokozuna, Mm -hmm. Umaga. Mm -hmm. That's their uncles. So they're the uncles of. uh, yeah, those guys, <laughs> yeah. and then it comes down to us, uh, Roman. Roman's like your your blood cousin. Yeah, yeah that's Sika's uh, son. Okay, so um, then uh, Alpha Junior, uh, Manu. Um, he was here for a while, right, Manu? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then uh, and Rosie, he he's Rosie's he's Rosie. Roman's brother. Roman's brother. Yeah. Jamal, yeah, the three minute warning. Him and Eki was the that's team. right. The three minute warning. I forgot about that too. Man, you gave him a shout out on Raw too, I, I, not too long ago. I did. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're three minute warning. <laughs> I was trying to think of another number. It was a five second pose and a three minute warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it's uh yeah, I think we're we're the last ones though, man. Chris but man, there's so many the the little young Usos under us, like mm-hmm. uh our cousins, man. The, the, it's gonna keep going. I know it's gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, they're bad too, man. They're they they're crazy. Well here's something that, that I'll say. Uh I've never met a Samoan wrestler that wasn't good. Maybe sometimes they got a little bit crazy or got uh, gained some weight or something. But at one point, every Samoan guy uh, that's in the business is. I remember uh, Big Sam. Yeah, it's yeah. just amazing, amazing, amazing. And Little Sam. And then uh, even kind of the cousins from Tonga. I mean, I, I came in through the business with, yeah. with, with, with King Haku. Yeah, yeah. You know, with Tonga. He took me under his wing right off the bat. He's a badass, too. Badass, but, but also the nicest guys yeah. until starts having some drinks and <laughs> the then it all falls apart right and i always hear about the, those stories of even my dad and the wild some ones and i never because uh-huh. we don't see that side of them you know but, yeah uh, they, man, all like, you all the other yeah. old cats like man you don't know you <laughs> yeah. don't know you don't know i remember being in mexico in 93 and i had just gotten there and through Tonga met uh, Big Sam, who I can't remember what they were wrestling. Maybe they were a Samoan SWAT team at the time. And something went down with the promoter, and Sam had some drinks, and it was on the top of a roof. And I saw this with my own eyes. It's holding the guy by his leg over the <laughs> roof. You better pay me, brother. You better be- <laughs> pulled him back on the. It was just for a couple minutes. He had him. He had him locked in too. <laughs> like like a movie. Like, like a movie. <laughs> it's like you hear those stories about like Suge Knight oh, holding somebody yeah, over yeah. the balcony. The, uh, Big Sam did it in Mexico City with some little goofy promoter. What interest? What interest? <laughs> Man, try that today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Th- things have changed, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and you also blood related to to the Rock then as well. Yeah, See, pa- the Rock is uh like. We're not blood related, mm-hmm. but uh, like him and um, he's on my uh, uncle Alpha's side. Okay, somewhere down there. I know my grandma uh, Elavira used to take care of Rocky, and um, it's just we, we. The pictures are the are are only like proof that we have. You know, it's like man, what the hell? He's like, I told you, man, I told you. But but so um, obviously, uh, you guys maybe not obviously, but did you always want to get into the business even when you were kids? Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, was it kind of always in your in your destiny? Yeah, we didn't even. We was bred to do it. We didn't even know we wanted to do it. it was, <laughs> yeah, we used to, yeah. man. Chris, to be honest, we, when we was young, man, like we're watching uh, pops wrestle. Like mm-hmm. we we didn't look at wrestling like, man, I want to wrestle. We just looked at uh, saw my dad. You know, we just wanted to see our dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and like 
at the time, man, I remember like um, you know, Z Man and like Brian Pillman and like yeah. all the OGs, man. And we're sitting there like we know these guys by heart. Like, we're like five, six years old, man. And uh, now we're at this age now, and we're we're with the younger talent. Like some of the guys, honestly, don't know who those guys are. It's amazing, isn't it? And uh, to our advantage, man. Like I was like, hell yeah, we remember those guys, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, it's a I'm very proud of that. It's interesting how there's so many second generation and third generation guys on on the roster right now. Yeah. And those guys are always a little better because I think they grew up in the business. You guys kind of understood psychology maybe without even understanding it because you're always watching. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. see that between, I mean, Orton is here now and, and, and Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas and, you know, those guys, Cody and Dustin, they've just got a different yeah. way of thinking because you kind of grew up with it as as, as second nature, yeah, you know. Probably, you know, just to, to be a big part of our lives and, like, live through it and mm-hmm. just to see the struggle as, like, now that we're older and we're in the business, like, at the time, we didn't see it, you know, mm-hmm. but now just where my dad and how my mom was just, you know, just trying to raise, even like the, I bet uh, all the other generation wrestlers have the same, all go through the same, same story, thing. you know, Child, sure. the same yeah. story. Childhood, miss, miss baseball games, yeah. first days of classes, all that. Uh, now that we've got uh, families ourselves, we, you guys we, understand we, it, yeah. right? Yeah. Cause it's you something both special have to share. Yeah, I feel like that that's a special bond between all of us that we mm-hmm. can all relate to, man. You know? That's why it is like a big family when you're on the road because – you know, we understand, and no one else understands. I nope. mean, you can tell your wife about it or tell your friends yeah. or your cousins, but unless you're in the business, you don't understand the sacrifice yeah. that we have to make on a daily basis. Like you said, just not being home. My son is out water skiing today. He just started last week, and I'm not really? there. Yeah. You know, I want to see it. I should be there, yeah, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah. You know, it's like that for all of us. How old are your children? Oh, my daughter is uh, six, and my son's eight. Eight. Yeah, my and, son will be eight next month. So. And how about you? Um, eight and a two-year-old, two boys. Wow. And I bought him on the road with me last week. He was uh-huh. with us with the, like five shows in a row. He was burnt out. <laughs> it's hard, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I loved it, man. It was, you know, get good time. Sure, man. sure. All the boys are like, man, you one of the boys now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to do that with your dad when you were kids? Not, 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 not <laughs> it much. Was, it was all, it was four of us, man. There's no way my dad would, was going to take us. <laughs> oh, there's, you have a couple other brothers too? Yeah, we got two younger brothers. Oh, yeah, sure. there's, there's, like, there's, there's like eight, eight of us, eight of Chris. Us. Is there really? Yeah. Man. There's four of us from he, uh, my pops, dad and my still mom. still going. And, <laughs> and uh, my dad has, uh, there's like nine of us all together. Oh, we wow. have one older sister. She's the oldest out of eight wow. brothers. Yeah. So, so you didn't really get a chance to go on the road too much, but you always watched. Yeah, we always watched. Because of uh, school. We yeah, school. mom's in place. Mm-hmm. She was Sports like, no, nah, the boys got school and they got practice. So yeah. that was mom's main thing. Right. You know? Well, because Junior, uh, Junior is yeah. the nickname of your dad, Rikishi, but he had... Uh, many Junebug. different gimmicks. Junebug, yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of different gimmicks. He was one of those guys, once again, because he was so talented yeah. as a big man. Always had a job here until finally the Rikishi gig happened, and that was the one that really catapulted yeah, him yeah. to the main event status. Yeah, I remember... Uh, uh Remember yeah, he was Pops came man. home and uh, was he really? Yeah, he, he came on with uh, these two layouts. He had this one character who was Rikishi who had the, the underwear on, and he had another one. Remember, he had like a big Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah, something. He weird. had like his name was supposed to be Samoan Joe or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, which one you guys like? And we liked the the whole, the shirt because we thought it was gonna look funny with him in the underwear, but he picked he picked the underwear, which was like a sumo wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Right? yeah. He, he asked us before he before he did it. He was like, hey, would you guys be embarrassed of me? And we was like, hell no, man. Like, man, no, dad, good dude, let's do it. You know, and yeah. then uh, he came home, bleached his hair. He's like, uh, what would a sumo wrestler like w- wouldn't look like, you know, mm-hmm. a dancing blonde, you know? But 
Yeah, I set it off, man. It wasn't just a sumo wrestler. It was kind of a modern-day yeah, sumo right. thing, but he, he kind of morphed it into kind of a street character, yeah. too. You know, yeah, yeah. Remember he had the, the fat wear that he used to wear? Yeah, yeah. I wanted the outfit. I wanted those outfits, too. <laughs> I actually gave him that name. I gave him two things. I don't know if you guys know oh, this. Cool. I gave, no, uh, we was, don't. Was he like, was Rikishi Fatu. That was his name. And I, I, cha- I had him suggested that they change it to ph atu because yeah, right. it's fat you know, yeah fat. yeah like fat like and then the yeah. other one was uh the stink face that really? was that was my name that i gave him because there's <laughs> oh, this th- really yeah for real for real there's a movie called mall rats and in the movie the guy he's he, he's he's meeting like his his girlfriend's dad he doesn't like him so he gives him the stink palm where he sticks his hand down his ass, <laughs> oh, and then he puts a pretzel in it and gives it to the guy, and the guy like takes it and eats it and gets sick. Yeah. He's like, I got him with the, I, I got him with the stink palm. So Kishi, as you know, he would come and put his butt in your face and wiggle yeah. it, and I was like, dude, you should call that the stink face. And there you go, it got over. How so, was it, Chris? You, you, oh, dude, how, you remember it? I, I tell you what, I, oh, I remember it well. I took it every night for about six months. We worked, but I loved working with your dad, man. Uh, same like I love working with Tonga. I never got to work with a Yoko or even Big Sam or Little Sam, but just yeah. looked like it was killing you or Eki too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. so light. Yeah. It was like a dream if you saw yourself on the board against those guys. You know, and, and I haven't worked with you guys yet, but from watching you guys, I mean you guys have the same I mean super kicks every match <laughs> three, four times and they all look like they're just tearing guys' heads off and the Samoan drops and right. I mean it, it's just something that's in your blood. It's amazing. Yeah, man, it's, it's fun, man. We haven't had this much fun in a long time, man. It, yeah, this is this is it's been a great. It's, it's fun. It's been fun. It's been I, remember, I remember Chris. Remember when we first came on the road? Uh, Marlon was like, "I ain't never met no Simone that couldn't work." Let's let it not be the first. And then yeah, we're, like, we're like, oh, man. Arn Anderson said yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what do we hell? do? What do we do? Well, because when did you guys come in? Was it two years ago or no, a year it was, ago? Uh, it was, uh, uh, almost five. Yeah, 2000, uh, 2009. Well, tell us a little about that. So, Ten, so, so yeah. when did you guys decide, like, okay, we want to go out and start start wrestling it, This This is the, 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 the bread and butter, like the – the real story of how we really got into wrestling, Chris. We was um we used to do. Yeah, we uh, never really get to tell the story, so mm, this is cool. Here's your man. chance, man. Yeah, Live, cool. exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk is Jerry. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, man, we was um, installing office furniture. Uh, us three uh, in Roman. And Roman. Wow, in Pensacola. Yeah, Pensacola. all three of you guys. Yeah, yeah, same job all together. Man, just, Are you guys pretty much the same age. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just man, just sitting there, just a regular like nine to five. We had kids, you know, mm-hmm. and then um. Man, Oos was like pushing like three hundred pounds, and um, I was like you close to Jimmy. like yeah. two seventy. Wow, we wow. just, we yeah. just partied. Like we we went to work nine to fives, came home. It wasn't. It was just like paying just, bills. Just, yeah, like, just drinking. Like just days are just going by. So we're in a bar. We used to go to this bar all the time called Boomers, man, Pensacola. So we're sitting there, and me and Oos getting hammered. All of a sudden, um, it's like two in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. right between us, Eki just. Like just grabs his boom and we turn just around. Just out of nowhere? Yeah. Out of nowhere, two in the morning. He lives in Houston at this, so we didn't even know he was in oh, Pensacola. Wow. Yeah. He lived he moved to Houston already. So he like cuts his huge promo on us, man. He's like, Man, the hell with you guys. Like, you guys just sitting here getting all fat. He's like, Look at you, y'all wanna stay here and not do nothing with your lives? You guys got too much talent to be sitting here getting all getting all <laughs> get yeah, and then he goes, Man, you you guys need a bit you guys either come with me and he never he never yeah. talked to us like F you, you know. Right. What I mean? He was pissed off. Yeah, he's like if you mother look, you know, come with me tonight, he's like, F you, I ain't never coming back. And so we're sitting here, he's like, make it, make it, 
what do you want to do? And we're sitting there like on the dime, like still in our work clothes. Yeah. Mm. They didn't even go home yet. We're, we're kind of buzzed and like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right. So he just grabs us, throws us in the car. He no, dri- he calls our boss right on the yeah, spot. Yeah, he's yeah. like, give me, your, give me the boss number. And he calls the number. You got some speakerphone. He's like, tell him. He's like, go ahead, tell him. He's like, hey, boss man, we ain't, we ain't coming in. We, we quit. All three of you at once. Just no, me just, and oh, just me, you and, me and brother at first. He's like, uh, man, we quit. We can't come in. He's like, what do you mean? I, it's work that starts at six in the morning. What am I do with two guys down? And then so uh, wow. we, yeah, we so went. he takes us he takes us back to our apartments. We live right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our wife, our girls are there with our kids. So he comes in there. He we we have a meeting. Like he sits everyone down and he's like, "Hey, I'm taking the twins. Just had our babies. They just had my just oldest had our, son. Our kids. We just wow. had our kids. Yeah. I'm taking the kids. I mean, I'm taking the the boys. We're gonna go train. We pack one bag. He gives our family money. Like it was like maybe five hundred each. And we that night we drive off to Houston. That he's like, night. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's that like, I'm night. taking them to Houston right now. Pensacola, Houston, in the middle it's of the like night. Yeah, it's like 10 hours. Wow. And we drove. We, yeah. uh, we drove them all the way to Houston and lived with them uh, for like a year. A year so he brought you to Houston to live with them. Yeah, yeah to train. And yeah. to train with him? With, uh, with him and Booker. Booker T. Booker's lives in place. Houston. Gotcha. So uh, he let Booker let us use his ring. And uh, him and Booker taught us the right way to. Uh, Technique like uh, headlock takeover, like we knew how to do them, but we didn't know how to do them. Right, right. So uh, we we trained for a year. Right, book, let us run shows every night. Like our our whole our whole schedule would just be. Eki would go do the, his normal thing, come home, but we would just be in the gym, in the gym in the morning, and then at night we go Train to book night. Every day. And just for like a year and a half straight, boom, 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 boom. Because you got boom, them Samoan genetics, like you said, three hundred pounds. Yeah, I was naturally yeah. big guys. No, nah, I was yeah. like, like sloppy, like getting. getting what do you weigh now? Like, I'm two fifty now. When I got signed, I was two thirty. I lost like yeah, seventy yeah, yeah, pounds. Yeah. You know. Wow, so you guys had never even worked or anything. Okay, he was just coming to get you, and it's time to get your ass yeah, in line. Yeah. yeah, we we did a little bit of the the whole time we was down there. We was doing indies though for maybe like you know oh, like okay. a whole year and a half. But uh, yeah, but my dad he'll just throw us in there. He's like, hey, I need a match, twins, get in there. And my first his first match was against me. Mm-hmm. So when it's funny when I walked out, people's like, yeah. When he walks <laughs> out, they're like, whoa, what the wait, what the hell? Was there two of them in there? What, what the hell? We just on? work each other. But let's talk about that for a second. I have twins as well, twin daughters that just turned eight. How was it growing up as twins? Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, one time we tried to switch classes one time. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to. Try to. Failed my damn test. Because I, I wrote my name on there. My name on there. And uh, we got caught. We called my mom. Uh huh. My, actually, my dad wasn't so hot. It was my mom that was the, the one she, we were scared of. Yeah. Well, the moms always have to be the voice of reason in these type of relationships yeah. with lunatics like us. Yeah. You know, thank goodness we have good wives that are smarter than us, or yeah. we never get anywhere. Yeah. Did you guys ever switch girlfriends or anything like that? I did one thing on. Uh, tried one on what him the? Fresh, <laughs> freshman year. Uh, he's with his. You've been with your girl for a while. Yeah, like your wife now since freshman. Yeah, since about th- oh, all this 13. is actually your wife yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So she in high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I knew they was talking like the first day I, I saw them down the hall talking. So I knew they was together. I saw a little kiss and a hug. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so after the class, I had the, I had the next door class that I walked up to her. I was like, hey, um, like I know we just started together and everything, but uh, I don't think this is going to work out. She just looked at me. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I totally thought this was the right way to go. It's not. And I just left. Oh, man. <laughs> but you didn't tell him? Oh, girl, I don't know what the hell. I'm going. Like, I walked, walked up to her like the oh. end of the day. And, man, it was funny, man. She was what just, did she say to you? No, she was just. She's like, this dude is crazy. What's wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with you? And so, I, would you come after him? Did you give him a little smack? I was like, what the hell did you do, man? What, I caught him. I was like, hey, it was me. I was just messing <laughs> with yeah, you. He broke the ice, man. I was like, well, you got to let me know if you're going to let me in on the damn trick. Well, it's funny, though. We've been cool 
for that moment, we've just been like brother and sister ever since then. Like, That's cool. Yeah, that so was kind was of fun. the initiation. Yeah, yeah, it was right? it right there. But, you know, I noticed, I mean, with my twins, obviously you grew up together. They're, they're, they're each other's best friends. But we split them up in school a couple of years ago to make sure they had their own thing going on. Really? Yeah. They, we, you mean, like separate schools? Same school but separate classes. Okay. So they have their own friends, and then at home they're playing together all the time, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Because I noticed with my daughters that one might take to, let's say, math quicker. So she would always answer her sister's questions when her sister didn't <laughs> know. Oh, yeah. you know. Did you guys have any – were you guys together in the class all the time? No, no. we was actually in separate classes. Okay. Like, I guess, yeah, we was in separate classes Smart all the time. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. But then – so you came back, uh, started working together. I mean, that's a, that's a bonus that you guys are not only brothers but twins. You can see that in the ring. You have real good chemistry yeah. of, as far as, like, really good timing. Not, not last night, but uh, good timing. Oh, sorry. Doing, <laughs> doing things at the same time and the yeah. synchronicity is there. Is that just something that you worked on or is that just a natural thing? No, it's natural, Chris. It like, is, right? I can, we can honestly – oh man, we can do the same move and just, like, look at each other and not say a word, but, like, we can just tag and know what What's what double out? team's coming or, or, like, when to go. Like, we throw the same motion – Move the same. It's it's a twin thing. It's really really a twin yeah, thing. Yeah, your man. girls are having. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a real thing though, right? Yeah, you have yeah, a connection. yeah. Sometimes uh, we'll talk and like say the same, same sentence or yeah. finish each other's sentence. Uh, That's interesting. You probably catch your daughters doing it when they get older. But uh, what I do notice is sometimes, and this is really uh, freaky, I go and check on them when they're sleeping, and they'll both be sleeping the same, same way. way. Like same left arm up, right arm yeah. down, head to the left, and it's like, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. There's a connection, right? Yeah. You know. So when you guys after you trained for for year you said or a year and a half how did you finally end up making the jump to go to the wwe well Eggie, uh, every time he'd be like you guys ready yet and every time we like we'll look at each other like nah mm. and do, and, but until one day man until he was like hey you guys ready he was like yeah yeah we ready we ready to go he was like you, you sure i'm like yeah uh-huh. and then i guess you know we even asked book you know is it you know because you know book's been around for a mm-hmm. while and he was like, yeah, man, you guys, you guys, I don't see why not. You guys should go. So then we, we came down. We did a tryout. Then, then three months later. Yeah, this is a little. <laughs> yeah, Chris, like we went in, we went into, a, we did SmackDown, like had a little tryout like twice, and we just bombed it. Like, <laughs> oh, man. To in front of like, Michaels out of the ring. And, oh, wow. and, and Taker, Taker was like, still working. They kicked us out the ring. No kidding. I yeah. remember the, 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 the exact spot was a, cause exact spot was tackle, drop down, uh, and then grab the headlock. Get it again. Yeah. Tackle, that grab was down, it. get it again. Yeah. That was it. And we did a tackle, and it was like running, like not, about to hop over the guy. Right? Uh-huh. And then, but we hit the rope and got so lost. It was, they, it was they kicked us the, out. The, the, the lead up to that that day, though, we was pretty hyped. And then, like, we just got buried, man. And, like, we cried, like, at the end, man, because it was like, yeah, you we know, were, they're not going to sign were us. Were you working together against each other? No, we no. was it was a, a team. team. Yeah. And Eki was like, uh, you know, like, he was hurt, too, man. He's like, man, get out. Just get out of the ring. <laughs> yeah. So, like, twice that wow. happened. That, so, it happened again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You guys lucky that you got another try. Right. right? And then uh, and then that's when, that's why we were so heavy on, are you guys ready? You're like, yeah, we ready. You know, then the, we went in there and killed it. Then, uh, you know, they offered us a, the deal at FCW. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where shit gets crazy. because they took my brother. Me, I, they didn't take me because uh, my knee was messed up. Oh. So I sat at home for like six months, man. Wow. And it yeah. hurt because I saw him on FCW like 
Yeah. Like, just, you know, I'm tearing it up. YouTube and, and, yeah, I was like, bro, check out the YouTube. Like, I'm on there. Like, because it was our first time ever. I'm like, look, man, check it out, man. And you so, got to wait at home with a bad Yeah, man, I had to go wheel. back to my regular job and, and work to pay my surgery. Oh, wow. oh really? Yeah, yeah man. He had, had to work to pay his surgery. So, you got hurt in the ring before you signed with WWE? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they weren't going to help you out no, on that man. one. They wouldn't, you know, man, the, the day, I remember the day clear, man, the, the day I, um, I got my surgery. I kicked out after I came out of the mm-hmm. the hospital. Man, I called and I was like, "Hey, I got it." You know, <laughs> send me my stuff. Here I, I come. Was there. And I was um, the whole time I'm going through this spill. I'm with Roman Reigns the whole time. Mm-hmm. So like we're sitting there talking, and he knows my our story. As soon as I left, you know, he 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 told me he's like, "Bro, I'm gonna be right behind you." You know what I mean? So he's ready to go into. We went. And then uh, then we got on a uh, debut, and then uh, that's when Roman got signed. Oh, coming in okay. right when we debuted they, he came in FCW because Roman played football up in Edmonton I believe right yeah he, he, did. He, yeah, he was here for a while but yeah. that was after that then he came back home and then he's yeah. not doing anything yeah. seeing his boys get in there yeah that's when uh, th- that's where he came back to work with, with me the time I was paying oh, my okay. surgery off he came back from Canada, so now we're together. He was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So the whole time we're just you're thinking, man, man we got to do this, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hanging out with the Ooses, Jimmy yeah. and Jay. The Ootsies. The Ootsies. What was your name back then uh, in FCW? Jimmy Uso. Oh, Jimmy yeah, Uso. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And I had, I had uh, Jules Uso. Jules? Up, yeah. They ended up, and then, yeah, so one day I'm about to debut. <laughs> yeah, we're about like, to your debut. name is Michael Uso. Michael. Michael. Michael Uso and Jimmy Uso. That was the first name. <laughs> yeah, man, man, yeah, Chris, the whole time I'm cutting over going to my promo. Michael. Michael, 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 Michael Uso. As soon as I walk out through the curtain, they're like, he's like, hey, your name is Jay. Hey, your name's Jay. Your name is Jay. You didn't even know until you walked out? So I walked out. So, so on the promo, I'm like, all right. Make sure I'm Jay, you know. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's like the most non-Samoan name ever, Michael. 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 What about Jimmy? He yeah. told me Jimmy. I was like, Jimmy? What the hell is Jimmy, what's, what's, your, what's your real name? Jonathan, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. how about you? Joshua. Joshua. But no one calls you. Like, I asked somebody uh, the other day, and they're like, we are not even, we don't even know what their real names are. Yeah, Jimmy, Jay. Like, Oose, man. Yeah, Oose. Oose. Oose, right, exactly. Oose. Oose, yeah. Oose. I call it them, too, if I forgot the name. Oose. Hey, uh, what's <laughs> yeah. up? But that was the debut on uh, on Raw with with. Tamina Snuka, right, with yep. Jimmy's daughter, yeah. and, and you guys were the, like a trio. And she yeah. came in Man. like two months, right, in FCW, and they just put her with us, mm. and then we came up together. Yeah, I was okay. down there for for six months, and but I knew once Oost got down there, I knew he was gonna go up, man, because I just felt it. I was like, mm-hmm. man, once yeah. he gets here, he's gonna catch on quick. He caught on, and then uh, like he was there for like four months. Yeah, four and months. And he was talking about bringing us bringing us up, and then Tamina walked in, mm. and she was there for like a month, and he was like, hey, put her with these guys. Yeah, so and it was the pretty first cool. night was all three of you guys. I remember you did a promo, which was pretty good from what I recall, and then you guys did a splash, a three-way splash off the top rope, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. same time. Yeah, that's, that's cool. We hit at the same, landed at the same time. Were you guys nervous? Yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> what? 
the was, timing of it too with with Tamina. And, yeah. No, she, no, she's not your family. Uh, she's not related, is she? No. Or kind of. Or no, she's family. she's been around the family though. For yeah. Me. So that's kind of a like extended family. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, Vince. I was talking to Vince about something. He goes, "Come here, I want to show you something." And I said, "Okay." And we walked down to the ringside and, and to watch you guys practice this three-way splash. I don't remember on who it was on. Oh, it was on the uh, Hard Dynasty. Hard Dynasty. Yeah, they actually laid there too. Yeah, I'm surprised goes, we didn't do it on the, the locals. Guys. <laughs> yeah, no, he goes, come here, I want you to see this. And they all, you guys all jumped. He goes, what do you think? I'm like, that's he goes, that's, he goes, that's amazing. It's impressive. Look at the timing. I said, yeah, it's damn cool, man. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, he brought me out just to show me his, well, new, cool. his yeah. new toys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard of you. We haven't heard about that until now. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's man. Cool. Yeah. Because then you guys came, and then the typical story in the WWE, you worked a little bit, but not really too much when you first came out, I remember. Nah, man, right? we was on TV. for like We was in it for like two months at the most. Mm-hmm. But then I mean, we just sat still, man. But we, we never – we we stayed positive, man. Like we should, and we just kept banging in the ring, mm-hmm. just showed out in the ring every time. We was on superstars a lot, but superstars gave you a lot of time, though, sure. man. So I like superstars. Yeah, man. we were shining on superstars, and um, see, and that's the smart way to do it. That you have to look at it that way. Is you're getting some good time for the matches. I mean, Raw sometimes, as you know. Three minutes, four minutes, it's hard oh, to have yeah, a match, yeah. but superstars would be 10, 12, 15 yeah. for young guys, mm-hmm. not just learning. Being in the WWE, the pressure of that, there's a WWE style, and also how do you work on TV? Right, yeah. It's a different world, right? Yeah, yeah. So that helped give you a little bit of... It's uh, almost it's crazy because coming up from FCW, yeah, like we had to relearn. Yeah. yeah. You got to relearn your stuff, you know? Right. So they, didn't, they didn't teach you about like the cameras or which mm-hmm. which way to work or, you know, how to how to like really, you know, get, give it a break after you do some, let them digest everything. Yeah. So we, we learned that from the older guys up here. So that's yeah. that's interesting. They didn't teach you about that because that nah. says you know the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Camera, yeah. yeah. You know? It's, uh, no, I, I like to um, learn. Uh, we we caught on quick up here, man. I mean, I remember our first matches with Goldie and Mark Henry. Uh huh. Ever, ever yeah, up I was here. Scared. I was like, what the? <laughs> interesting Cause, like, man, I watched these guys growing up. Like, man, now we're in here with these guys. So it was pretty cool. Well, I, was it? Was it kind of? Uh, were you marking out a little bit yeah, as, a, as a yeah. fan when you came in? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, oh, it was looking good to us. Like, hey, look at, hey man, make sure you. Make sure you bump your ass off for Mark, man, for real, man. It's going to be cool. I remember the first time I walked in the dressing room, it was in WCW in Palmetto, Florida, the first Nitro I ever did. And I walked in the dressing room, put my bag down. There was Sting, Luger, Flair, Anderson, Macho Man, uh, and Hogan was walking out, and, I, and me. And I was like, like for two or three <laughs> seconds, just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and then it's like be professional yeah, hey, yeah. Well, how are you how are you but yeah. I mean it's, it's such a thrill when you come yeah. in Man, you're now just, here you know you yeah. named off that locker room like, <laughs> yeah, that's I can walk yeah. in that locker room I, 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 and it was a mistake too I like opened the wrong door <laughs> and I was like oh, and then they're all st- <laughs> looking stairs so what am I yeah, gonna do I gotta yeah. say hi but um, so, so you guys were off for a couple months, or after a couple months, then you were off for a while a couple years a couple we years off. right yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like two years just in limbo. I was almost wondering, like, maybe, you know, maybe this is it. Like, maybe you guys won't be around. Like, I never we saw was, you. We was thinking that, too. So what finally got you back on the yeah. show again? Yeah. I think, was, um, you know what? Like, I think what really opened the eyes is, um, what do you think? The, um, the Money in the Bank, like our first big against match the shield. against the Shield. Then we went against the Shield to kick off. We had, like, 25 minutes. I remember that. So, uh, that, yeah, that's when they actually looked that. at us. Like, hey, man, he's, you guys... That yeah, was last go. year, right? Yeah, actually, one year. It, 
and a big change has happened in one year for well, us. Well, like, absolutely, and I'm going to talk about that. But how did you guys get that gig against the Shield? They just needed a team. I, I, yeah, yeah, they needed a baby. It was face only team. baby face tag team at the time that could actually, you know, with with the Shield. That had something to do with like it was in a couple of matches with the Shield, but nothing. Mm-hmm. Only six mans. Never like you know we yeah. get Sheamus back or Punk's back, and um, yeah, we that's how we got our. Kickoff. It was man, on a was kickoff. Ne- it was and it was in Philly, man. Show. You know yeah. how it is. Hill crowd. Tough like, crowd. So as yeah. soon as Shield came out, when we came out, they blew booed. the roof off. Really? When Shield came out, they they popped huge. So we're in the ring, shook. A little like, shook, Chris. Like, <laughs> man, I was looking at them like, man, these guys are rowdy. Is this going to work? You know, but it was just, it was high energy, man. But uh, yeah, that, that match set it off, man. And then at the end of that match, like, the crowd was standing, man, and I was even in Gorilla, man, we had a nice. Yeah. Never had a, a applause coming in Gorilla. Like if people was like, you know, shaking our hand, which was pretty cool because we never got that. Was Vince there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was shake pretty. Your hand? Yeah, man, it was cool, man. He's like, be happy for this one. So that's when we was like, cool, man. Then here, man, now we're we're starting to go a little more. I remember that that match though. Like that was one of those ones, like you said, you opened a lot of eyes, but you guys were ready for it because yeah. you'd been off for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you only get one chance, right? Yeah, yeah we was man. hungry. I walked in the trainer's room and uh, Mark Henry. I'll never forget this, man. He's like, I've been working here a long time. I've never seen no one go in there. And get booed, and then at the end, you know, have a standing ovation, you yeah. know, especially for young guys, young guys you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, he's like, I can name, I can only name five, like, I can name the many fingers on my hand how many people I saw do that. So, yeah, like, that's pretty cool, man. Like, and that I think might have been my last match for a while. And over the last year is yeah. when I started to just see you guys just tearing it up and just having great match after great match after great match with the shield and and I think with with du- with Dustin and Cody yeah, as well. Yeah, those guys and then you know they had a magical combination and with, with Daniel Bryan and you two guys I think yep. used the shield quite yep. a bit. And it was you us know, and Christian and then like, yeah. it kind of gave us a a chance to now like work with the top guys man mm. which helped us out a lot, you know. Well yeah. And, but the thing is you you were ready for it. Even like, you know, last night, for example, you know, the main event, and you did it with Cena on all the house shows, you're coming out to even the odds. Yeah. I mean, you guys are legitimately in the main events now. I mean, uh, h- how do you feel about that after all these years of working so hard? And you know, man. Sure. I, I, I always think about like it's a, it, it's like a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a goal, man, you know, because mm-hmm. our family's been doing it. Everybody that's been. And our family has been main events. Yeah, that's true. And uh, they'd always, uh, four years, they'd always tell the Usos, like, man, what's taking y'all so long? Or, like, why you guys ain't there yet? You know, we're sitting like, man, like, damn, we're trying. Like, we're trying. And so to, to be here now to get the ball rolling, man, it's pretty cool, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's really cool, man. It's really a, it's like a honor to be in the main event status because we think about our family. Even you guys, yeah. you've worked with all our family over yeah, the years, man. man. John has worked with them. I mean, it's pretty cool, man. It's it's, but you guys earned it. I think that's why you have a lot of respect from from the guys. You know what I mean? Like from my end too. It's like here's the the the, the little guys are growing up, and (laughs) but 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 like I said, like you here in Calgary, obviously the the heart home of the Hart family, possibly you know the biggest family but then you talk about your family and it's like it's not even close i mean you never you always like there's so many yeah. of you guys and so many great performers and great workers it was only a matter of time before you guys you know yeah, kind of busted loose right okay i think the face paint actually helped a lot too man yeah what was your mindset behind that because that was only about the last six months or so right yeah yeah that was all just that was a, a tribute to you know yeah Icky. uncle Icky. like but we uh, wanted to do something like but, uh, we, we did out there, a dark match. We just like, went out there. We didn't tell it. nobody. We just went out there. We had a dark match, like opening dark match. So we just went out there with our face painted and uh, like uh, done. And then um, 
Vince liked it. Only thing Vince said was no black. No black. You know, so he looked bright like colors a from now on. So oh, okay. He loved it though. He's like, that's that's the ideas I need. That's what I like. So, yeah. but, <laughs> and then it kicked off from there. You know, but um, kids like it. Yeah, like kids yeah. like it. So that, that's the main that's thing. A great idea. Yeah. The, Just the half but, two is cool. You know, half yeah, and half. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Let's talk a little bit more about Eki. Like, uh, I had a real great relationship with him, man. He was he was one of my favorite people in the in the in the time that I knew him. And deeper than just like he knows some stuff, like I would tell him things, and he was a guy you could trust yeah. with stuff, yeah. you know. And, and uh, I remember he he left the WWE yeah. before he passed away. Did you guys know he was having some problems? Could you tell? Yeah, uh, I mean, we was with Uncle Eki the past the two years of his. I mean, of course, growing up, but the past two years when we was there in Houston, like we knew, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I mean, I'm pretty sure his kids knew, but we try to like fave his kids from you mm-hmm. know when he was in his you know doing his thing. But uh, I mean, yeah, we knew Chris, you know. Yeah, that's it's you know when we well first of all we didn't know it was that bad when we was there, but when we was there, yeah, you know we found out like fuck, you know, because he he like I'm, I'm sure you guys know this, but from my end he was he was going all the way here, like, yeah, like he did, but Vince was like he thought Eki was the. Sh- yeah. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah. and and in a lot of ways he was. I mean, Yoko was great, but I think Eki was a little smaller and a little bit more agile. Yeah, boy. Uh, so you know, and I remember when he passed away because we were in um, Afghanistan on one of those tours, right. and I remember right. talking to Vince about it. And he was real upset, not in a like crying way, but he was like, you know, I tried, I tried, I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried, yeah. this, you know, because he did. I think the rule was like you come back, but you got to go through the rehab or whatever it was, and Eck just wasn't up for it. And I remember Vince, Vince was really, really. Um, I don't know if touched is the word, but it, it hit everybody yeah. hard. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, it must have been tough uh, for you guys too. Yeah, yeah it was we, our. It was we we just close got, to him, than, more close to him than our dad. Mm-hmm. Like our, actually, uh, you know, he was our, our go to all the time, man. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. every anything, everything. Like he, he signed our report cards because they were bad, and nice show mom like, oh, sign this for me. Really? Yeah, stuff like that, man. So. I had my first beer with him, like you know, like yeah, thirteen first, or fourteen. First everything, yeah. So, um, he, yeah, he showed me how to take a hickey off my neck, man. you know, with a spoon. Like he showed me all little stuff. Like, <laughs> how? Go ahead. No, that's what I say. We always get emotional when we talk about Uncle Man because every, you know, for a hundred percent, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even we wouldn't be, even here, be sitting here. Literally, yeah. Yeah. the story that you just we told. We wouldn't even be here. We, sound, we was in FCW. We came into practice, man, and um, called. Uh, Dr. Tom, Tom pulled us in the office. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." And we're like, "What?" He's like, "Go." Uh, he's like, "You didn't hear?" Him. I was like, "No." Nah. He was like, "Man, your your uncle's in um ICU." I was like, "What?" And so that day they just flew us to Houston. You know, we just signed. I a, thought he was ribbing because I, yeah. I was like, "I just talked to him." I yeah, just talked just to him. Talked to him. Yeah. I was like, "I just talked to him." And he's like, "No, nah, man, I, I think you need to go." I was like, "So we call, went there, man. man. We went there. We we flew there. We we." As soon as we got, we was too late though, man. It, it, he passed away right when we got there because he was kind of. He had some kind of whatever the the OD or whatever, and then was kind of alive for. Yeah. He was a vegetable yeah. one time we got there for so. for like a couple hours. Yeah, or yeah. For, no, a couple hours, not long. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I remember Oscar told us that in in in, in Afghanistan because Ray Mysterio and yeah. he were very close as well. Oh yeah, man, him yeah. Kiki, that, that little yeah. Houston crew right there. Yeah. Good good dude though, man. I had a lot yeah. of good times with him. And I in the ring too. We had an elimination chamber once where the spot was I was up against the chamber and he was going to run and give me the, yeah. the ass attack, yeah. which was a lot different from the stink face. It was just running, <laughs> smash, you guys do it. Yeah, yeah. Is that a, is a tribute to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they always say Shades of Keisha. We're like, no, That's, man, it's it's Umaga. Please say Umaga, man. Yeah. He came right across and slammed me that thing. I went right through the, the, 
the back because, of the glass. Yeah. And it was like just like amazing spot. And of course, he was a little bit of an impact, but not from him. I don't know how he could do that. How he just <laughs> run spot on. He was a big man, yeah, big he had ass. a big ass too. Yeah, yeah just he, run he in did it there. on a uh, oost. Uh, yeah, he he just like to sit there and just and he just took off. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> Even the uh, Rikishi driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Dad, my dad was trying to figure out a finish, and he just put one of us on the shoulder, and he just. Drop. Oh, like, you all right, twin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, good. Okay. I'm good. I'm all right, man. Yo, who took the uh, leg drop from Yoko one time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was like, just lay there, man. I had to, man, I had to be like at least eight, not even yeah. ten yet. Yoko, man. It was yeah. like, just lay there. Don't move. And he just lines up in the corner. Like, he's just sitting in the corner. And he walks up. Like, walks up. Boom. <laughs> you right, now, He was your uncle? Yeah, that's our uncle. Let's talk about Yokozuna for a minute. Did you guys get a chance to get to know him? Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. We grew up. Yeah, they, Great. They, him and dad and uh, you know, uh, uh, Uncle Tanya Kid. They'll come home from their from their loop, right? And we'll be sleeping. They'll they'll wake us up. They'll wake all of us up. Me, him, my brothers. Uh, Yoko had a daughter and a son. Oh, they'd dance. wake us all up and make us dance. Just dance. <laughs> they put on Belvin Devoe and like here, start dancing. <laughs> <Belvin Devoe. laughs> <laughs> we started dancing, man. And it was barbecue funny. was a yeah. straight bar. I remember just barbecue. When dad, this is like when he was working in uh, Puerto Rico. And, okay, uh, man, they just come home and just fire the grill up, man. It was just being there dancing. It would be <laughs> cool as a beard. Uh, yeah, because well, because Yoko is Junior's brother. Uh, first cousin first cousin yeah. gotcha yeah i remember uh, i was in yoko in japan with yoko in 94 and he was getting real big but th- th- once again just amazing work oh. and we went to ribera uh, the, the famous steakhouse in japan and you sit on basically um <laughs> it's it's kind of like a, a piece of like a tree stump and they had to get three tree stumps for him to sit down because he was he, he had yeah. a big ass he's yeah. so yeah. huge <laughs> And then uh, he got in the ring with this guy Tenru, who was our boss, and, and Tenru slammed him. And he's like, "I'm gonna, oh, he, yeah." He's like, "Do you want, you want you to slam me, brother?" And he's like, "Are you sure? I want you to slam me." Got up, and sh- boom! It was wow. Like, you know, like he was probably yeah. 500 pounds or something Huge, like that at that man. time. Yeah, you know, just another great guy. Yeah, remember him? He had, when he sleep, he had to uh, sit up. He couldn't lay yeah. down. That's how big he was. He sit up. He sit up. He sit against the couch. Chris. Yeah. he'd sit on the floor, and then he. He'd lay out. back against the couch, and that's how he, he would sleep at home. Wow. And we would know. We would know. Dad would like, Uncle, uh, Uncle Rodney's coming home. So we'd get all the blankets and all the pillows and put it in the den <laughs> and, like, make him, like, a little bed on the floor where he just laid back on the wow, couch. Wow, yep. man. He's snoring so loud, though. So when you heard him stop snoring, you know, we'd have to get him and check him. him. At least just, like, hit him. Like, Uncle, yeah, you all right? And sure. he'd be like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, he passed away. Early, early 2000? Yeah, in uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool? Just yeah. too big? Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. had a heart attack. Yeah. He was getting up about, I think, last time I saw him, probably 600 six, pounds. Six, yeah, man, tipping more. six, yeah. And this yeah. isn't wrestling yeah. exaggerations. This nah, is legitimate this is, 600 yeah, pounds. Yep. You know, and That's it can still. Huge. I mean, you guys have a, um, you probably feel like you have a responsibility to carry on the name of, of yeah. Becky and, and, and Rodney and your whole family. Do you look at it like that when you're out there? Like, of course, it's, man. Yeah, man. You feel this. Sometimes it gets a little. And we've said this before, man. It get a little intimidating sometimes because you got to look at like all the the path that that we're walking, man. Mm. And it's like, damn, you know, it's breathtaking a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean. Yeah, but even when we go out there though, with the with, like with our paint, I feel like Ickies with us, and when we do our um, when we do our Siva towels, like homage to all our family and our heritage. So it, it sucks us up, like man, I'm ready to throw down for it. Every you know, all our people, you know, it's and pretty cool. That's a, that's another thing that you guys have just started since since I since I left and came back is the 
when I was heard about it, it was called the haka. It's yeah, the, that's the war dance. I think that's the New Zealand. Version. New Zealand, yeah. What is your? What's that version called? You guys do uh, Sivatau. 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 Yeah. And that's kind of the Samoan, that's Samoan. war Same dance. Same thing, just the Samoan side. It's a great entrance, yeah. man. Yeah, it's thanks, a great man. entrance. It fires me up. And man. then you know when we say us, you say oh, I mean all that stuff. You guys are understanding. People like to get involved. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you guys are different and, you know, not just in the ring, but out. It's really important. Cool, man. Uh, we're trying to still get it, too, man. Like, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're catching on slow, man, but we're, we're getting there. When did you suggest doing the Siva? <laughs> man, yeah, oh, it was so funny, man. So we did it. Uh, We was at a house show, right? Yeah. And we wanted to try it. We asked Billy Kim, is it cool if we try this? And he's like, nah, like, it might be a little weird. So he's like, oh, all right. Six months later. Uh, he comes up to us. He goes, hey, you remember that dance you guys asked me about a long time ago? I was like, no, because it's been like, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You know, the dance, your, 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 whatever, your war dance. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, Vince wants to see you guys do it tonight. I'm like, what? Like, what? Yeah. Wow. We hit it, and Vince was like, hell yeah. You know, so. But we were so off. We didn't do it right. And plus, we said the, we did the haka. So when, okay. we, when, we did, when we did it on SmackDown the first time, he, he Vince watched us do it. We rehearsed. It. He said, "Next week, get it, get it sharpened. Next week, we'll do it on TV." It's like, all right. So we went home. We we got we got the moves down. But we was doing the New Zealand chant, which and the Samoan people got they like, buried they us. Got really? They, yeah, yeah, they buried even, us. Even though, like the Samoan people, the Samoan community, they was like, man, buried us. These kayfabe Samoans. Tweeting you? Or where the, how yeah, did you no, find yeah, out? Even like on my YouTube, dad. Uh, yeah, oh, my dad man. called us and told us and social media. But they're like, man, y'all, you guys are Samoan, yo. Yeah, what y'all doing? Why did you do the haka? Because that's only we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haka, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, all right, damn. Now we got to do ours, but uh, I mean, they're almost the same. But but like you said, though, the yeah. Samoans will see that. Yeah, you know, no, it was really hot. Even though, my man. mom was like, "Hey, you twins, you got twins, <laughs> you got Samoan twins. Like yeah, you guys yeah, represent for the Samoan people too." I uh, I'm sure Pat Patterson has told you this story, but obviously he was the big heel in San Francisco and worked quite a bit at the Cow Palace with Afa and Sika, and got so much heat that there was a lot of Samoan fans in the crowd that would try and kill him, would try and stab <laughs> Pat, God, man, like no. yeah. brandishing knives, like you know, you beat up our brother, we're gonna get you and had oh, to be man. like escorted out and there was another time he had to get in like a crew case and get pushed out the back door Jeez, like man. Samoans are, are proud people right sorry, yeah. sorry Pat <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Pat Chris man he it, Pat always gives us like daff and handshakes man but uh, after um, Sunday the Battlegrounds pay-per-view man uh-huh. Pat when we came out to the gorilla he stood up and like a good like five minutes just shaking our yeah. hand be like you, he knows, you guys man. did great you know and I'm sitting there like yeah, Thanks, man. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. You know, like he's well. And the thing is with Pat and Vince, those guys don't give out free compliments, man. Right. You, know, you get a compliment from those guys, it's real, because they Ooh, don't man. believe me. I've been here long enough. Yeah. yeah when nah. they say that, he means it. And, and I think, I mean, just talking to you guys from from the relationship that I have with your family from a few years ago. Once again, Pat had that relationship. 35 40 years ago and it's we feel proud of you guys for like i said carrying that name on because you've got such a a great like some of the nicest guys like i said ekki still love him so much and think of all so many (laughs) great times and to see you guys coming up it's like he's proud of you i'm proud of you everybody in in the business you know it's and pat too because it came through the system you know It's, it's and i was just thinking too if you Talk about the biggest families of all time in wrestling. Hart family. I don't think there's any hearts coming up. I mean, Natty is maybe the last for right now. Armstrong family. There's no Armstrongs coming up that I know of. Right. Guerrero family. 
I don't think there's any Guerreros. You guys yeah. are keeping the dynasty alive of your family. This could be the last one. Von Erichs. I, mean, Von I think there might be a couple kids that are coming in, maybe. But you think about that. Like, yeah, wow, never, man. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, never looked I didn't at even it. think about it. Yeah, I didn't even think yeah about it's like interesting, that. huh? So you, you talked about the, the pay-per-view on Sunday uh, with, with the Wyatt family. I mean, you guys have... Such amazing chemistry, and I was laughing. Taking it was the best of two hundred and thirty-seven. But I mean, how do you? I mean, how do you like working with those guys? It's cool, man. Like the man, those guys. They they, they brought us up too, man. And it's funny because uh, those in the red. Um, oh, Rowan, Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, yeah. Big he hasn't even been. He hasn't been doing this for a long time. He's really. I mean, those guys he, have come on in the he past stepped year. Up, like you yeah. guys have. Yeah. yeah, he stepped up. He so holds bro. up his his part. He does, man. So yeah, working yeah. those guys is definitely, man. Chemistry is off the chain with them. Just have great matches, like just good matches with those guys, man. And my dad, man, he's like, man, y'all, he's like, hell yeah, you know. After yeah. the, he called him after the paper, he's like, hell yeah, man. Ain't nobody gonna follow that, you know. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> he's you know? right. I, I took that was like, one of our favorite matches right there, little Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, they're big guys too, so they're good bases for you because yeah. you guys do. Yeah. But you guys are big guys too, though. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah two fifty, two fifty, man. Yeah, man. man. I mean, two forty, two fifty. That's pretty damn big too. It is, man. It was cool, man. Uh, we did a, a magazine interview for WWE, and they asked us, uh, um, "You guys are considered high flyers, but you're two fifty and two forty. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that?" I was, I, it's cool, man, to be considered high flying number two hundred fifty <laughs> pounds, man. That's Just right. Flying everywhere. Crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember uh, Two Cold Scorpio was like that. He was about yeah, your size. Yeah. And he could do amazing Too stuff. There, yeah. It's like, how can you do that being so big? He's you know? pretty tall, too, right? Yeah, he's he's about a half inch taller than me. So probably about your guys' height. Yeah, yeah. Big guy, too, though. Big legs. And yeah. he was all over jumping up and down Scorpio. stuff, you know? So now you guys are, are obviously having a great time. Tag team champions, by the way. Yeah. How yeah. Was, was this the first time? First time. I mean, how was that? I mean, come on, awesome, man. man. Never in a million years i didn't think we'd get it from uh the, the new age outlaws mm. yeah. oh, shit well, hell we grew up watching them that's too. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, them yeah man attitude there but i was man that, man, that, that was f- a cool uh, that we i got a dvr on my i still look at it back sometimes just because uh because the emotion after the match we didn't go right to the titles even about the titles man. Yeah, yeah. and we went to straight to each other man and i remember oh uh, really after yeah. One, yeah we just we just sitting there telling each other like man this one uncle Eki, man this, this is where it's at right here like and then you know we're with each other we're like grabbing each other and then we get after we have our little spill and then we get them and then we grab the titles <laughs> and i always i always mention that you know explain you know we guys feeling i was if you watch it we never went to the titles like yeah. it was one two three right to each other Riff was like grab the titles grab, the, like, grab titles. the titles yeah. grab the titles right now yeah. titles yeah. titles but we're just like yeah man hold on man the titles are gonna be there that we're was just, about your family yeah, yeah. that was the you first know. one and man, it was real special man very special because I, I feel like we bust our ass to get there man like it took a long time man and you know, my dad, like my mom, everybody, man, phone was just blowing up. Man. Yeah. Social media was blowing up, man. Like, so those ones yeah. we get back to the dressing room, we got like 50 texts on yeah. your phone. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. you know, man. That's always how you know you did something really good or really yeah. bad. And, and we wanted it in Chicago, too. So, you know, Chicago's another. Oh, uh, great city, hill. right? Yeah, yeah. Such a great so, town. Man, to hear their reaction, too, because, you know, they're, they're smart, too. So yeah. Like, hell yeah. But now you guys are getting over with them, too, with the fans, you yeah. know, excitement. You guys just had a show in Pensacola as well. Yeah, man. yeah, man. I know Roman was talking about how cool that was. That it, must have been fun for you guys, hell too. Hell, yeah. yeah. Man, we all, had all teachers. We, yeah. we got coaches. on the nerves, coaches, <laughs> friends, man. It was cool, man. I asked for 30. He asked for 30. Roman asked for 30. They was like, damn. 
He's like, my child. He's like, it's not worse. It ain't as bad as your dad used to do. I'm like, really? I'm like, damn. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I heard that Bret Hart asked for 100 tickets tonight. So <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. man. Bad News Allen came here one time and I wanted 50. I was like, Bad News, you don't even work here. So I want 50. Give me, <laughs> tell, tell Vince I want 50. He's like, am I just going to call Vince? Hey, Vince, we're at a house show. Bad News wants 50 tickets. He's like, you give him 50 tickets. Give him what he wants. Just don't have him beat anybody up. <laughs> you, got, you got family? You got your 50. I, I'm from Winnipeg, so down the road. Yeah, but yeah, I have a couple cousins so here. My cousins yeah, come in, a uh, couple people. But yeah, the hometown show is Winnipeg, and that's when, hey, remember me? I went to high school yeah, with you uh, in one class. <laughs> and you're like, hey, can I bring my son back? And you never want to you, know, you never want to yeah. be mean, but there's always, like, I have no idea who this guy is. But hey, oh, I, hey son, you know, so. Yeah, Uncle Eggy and uh, Pops always used to say that. You know, like, man, once you guys get there, man, I'm telling you, your phone, gonna be, people going to be calling you. You have no idea yeah. who they are. You but know, you always so. got to give them their, their moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always the way to do things, you know. Yeah. So um, last question. I think I already answered this, but I always like to ask, what's your favorite match that you've ever had um, since you've come here or in your whole career? Here, uh, all right, no no lie. Though. No Battleground. Lie. Yeah, it's probably the Battleground. Two right out of three. On, man. And specifically, this one reason only is because when we came in Gorilla, Vince stood up and he uh, he shook our hand and he told us this. He said, oh, if, if tonight is the night that you guys should go in the locker room and tell everybody in the back, follow, follow that. that. Yeah. And I was like, uh, we have your permission? He's like, yes. I was like, no heat. He's like, no heat. Hell of a match. I was like, thanks, man. Thank you. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. Other than that, though, before that, it was uh, Money in the Bank. The, uh, the kickoff. Yeah, the kickoff. The shield. Yeah. And to do it with, uh, with Roman, our cousin, you know, like it's cool, man. It reminded us of my dad and Yoko and – um. You know, um, Uncle Big Sam. Yeah. When when, it, when them and Owen Hart was going at it, man. That's like, right, man. man it's yeah. Cool, you know. No, that that's cool. I saw you guys in the dressing room walking around, telling everyone, "Follow that." No, nah, man. That. <laughs> now I know why. You came up to me and said, "Follow that." I said, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Guys, it's great to talk to you, man. And once again, yeah, proud of you guys. Congratulations, and uh, keep uh, keep the spirit alive of of Eki and then your whole family. You guys are doing an awesome okay. job, man. Thanks. Oots. 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 <laughs> Oots. Eat. Thanks to the WWE Tag Team Champions, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, Oots, the Ootsies. When I say Oots, you say Oh, Oots, Oots. Yeah, great guys. Very proud of them. Very dynamic to, to watch in the ring, too. Super exciting, explosive. And they were great today. And uh, thanks to them for being here. Thanks to you for being here. Uh, if you haven't checked out some of the previous podcasts, you might want to do that. You like rock and roll? Lemmy is rock and roll. He gives a heavy metal tutorial on Talk is Jericho uh, last episode. Plus, you got Hulk Hogan, the immortal Hulk Hogan, telling some of the greatest uh, uh, wrestling stories I've ever heard in my life. That was a two-parter featuring my crazy best friend, Spiwi, who was cut out to be in show business plus don't forget about ryback jbl paul stanley was amazing as well and plus bruce pritchard and eric bischoff a few weeks ago gave you a little taste a little trailer of what's going to happen at the great debate on january 25th in philadelphia at dave and busters on columbus avenue it's pritchard versus bischoff head to head with jericho moderating talking about the monday night wars the pros and cons behind the iron curtain it's the first time ever and you know it's going to be great that starts at 1 p.m 
p.m. on January 25th. It's the day of the Royal Rumble, and this debate will be over. Plenty of time for you to make it to the Royal Rumble, and you can definitely go to both. You can also come check me out at a VIP signing at 10 a.m. earlier in the day in Philadelphia. So I want you to come on down and do that. Uh, It's the Royal Rumble weekend, January 25th in Philadelphia at Dave and Buster's on Columbus Avenue. Go to rfvideo.com for all tickets and all information for the great debate Pritchard versus Bischoff with Jericho moderating. Hey, man, thanks to you guys once again for for listening to this show, and thanks for shopping through my Amazon links. You know I appreciate it. Easiest way to support this show so I can keep doing this for you for free for twice a week. You know how to find my Amazon links. I know you do. You go to podcastone.com. You click on the Keeper Podcast free banner at the top of the page. Then you click on Talk is Jericho. You'll see all three of my Amazon links, Amazon UK, Amazon USA, Amazon Canada A. Every time you do that, Amazon and kicks back a little cash to the show so we keep doing this for you for free for twice a week there's no extra fees or hidden challenges you're just getting your shopping done you're helping me out in the process so that's it another great episode of Talk is Jericho and in the meantime and in between time I want you to stay hard stay hungry peace, love and hugs we'll see you next Wednesday for another amazingly huge guest alright who's my three favorite bands of all time do you know? I'll tell you it's the Beatles Siren Maiden it's Metallica I got a guest from one of those bands on the show next week. Yeah. Who's it going to be? I'll give you some more clues. Not only does he play with Metallica, he also played with Suicidal Tendencies, Zach Wilde, Infectious Grooves, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm talking about Robert Trujillo from Metallica. They're amazing bass player, amazing guy. Who else is bringing you someone from Metallica? Right here, Jericho, Robert Trujillo. Next Wednesday, we'll see you there in a big, yeah, boy. You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. 